0: It's a difficult time to recruit retail, like big box stores, to a community our size, just based on all of the online things that are going on and uh, the challenges that retailers have right now.
1: I'm Christina Janney with the Hayes Post and Eagle Radio, and I'm speaking with Doug Williams of Grow Hayes about retail recruitment on this episode of the Hayes Post podcast.
0: Well, it's a, it's a common topic that we get asked a lot as an economic development organization. Uh, Because everybody would like to see more retail, you know, more choices. And uh, we are in a very challenging environment for retail recruitment. But uh, it is something that we're working on all the time. And while retail recruitment typically is not something that uh, has fallen into the uh, purview of economic development in the past, the, the concept in the past and in other places typically is that, if you recruit the manufacturer, the large employer, once you have a sufficient population, retail will be a natural byproduct of that process. But uh, in our community, we're a little bit different in that uh, we, the the city of Hayes and Ellis County, both have sales tax, and so a significant portion of their budgets does come from sales tax collection. So retail becomes very important. So. Uh, we're we're consistently working on retail recruitment, uh, but as I noted earlier, uh, it's a difficult time to recruit retail, like big box stores, to a community our size, just based on all of the online things that are going on and uh, the challenges that retailers have right now.
1: Well, you know, there's the cost of land, and there's the cost of building new buildings are are both pretty high right now, especially in Hayes.
0: Absolutely. Uh, the land costs have always been high in haze. Uh, that's a challenge. It's not the only one, but it's a challenge. And then also the cost to construct a new building is, is very expensive as well. Uh, to just give an example, if a, if a big box retailer came in and they needed 20,000 square feet, uh, they could expect to probably spend about $5 million on building that building, about $250 a foot right now. And they would expect to pay ten dollars a square foot in a lease, so that's two hundred thousand dollars a year for twenty thousand square feet. Well, that represents a four percent return for someone who owns that building. And most of these retailers do not own their own buildings; they they have an investor own those. They put their money into inventory and that type of thing. And four percent does not work. You know, just simply, no one in today's environment is going to make an investment in a commercial building and get a four percent annual return so uh, you have to figure out other ways to make that work most of the time what you've seen in communities our size is retailers going to second and third generation buildings like Hobby Lobby did where they went in in Hayes the old Walmart location because those are buildings that were bought for much less money and consequently a eight to ten dollar per square foot rental figure works in those situations but to construct new is uh, very difficult when you consider the cost of new construction as well as the cost of land, as you noted.
1: Well, the same thing happened with Ollie's and Harbor Free and Dollar Tree. They went into existing, well, the mall, the existing space, and did not build new.
0: Exactly. That, that is what you see in smaller communities. And uh, unfortunately, I guess it's, I, I'm not sure if this is fortunate or unfortunate, but we don't have a lot of space like that. Uh, I know uh, I've I've seen other communities where a Marshalls or TJ Maxx or PetSense or something like that goes into a community. But in almost all cases in communities our size, they're going into older buildings because the cost of occupancy is just so much less in an older building than it is in a new build.
1: Well, and population has an effect on that. A lot of big box and chain retailers or fast food don't wanna go into a location unless there's a certain amount of population uh, that they can draw from.
0: Definitely, demographics always play a significant role in their decisions as to where they go. And not just the local demographics, but regionally they look at the population because they know that communities like ours are, uh, we draw from a large area. And so they'll look at not only our geography, our demographics within say Ellis County, but they'll look at a 60 mile radius or thereabouts and the population that exists in that kind of a geography.
1: Well, and warehousing and transportation can also be another factor like where in the, the region is a warehouse for that company and how are they going to get product to our location?
0: Definitely. We've, we've, as an example, we've talked to Aldi's before the grocery store chain and we would be a good fit for that company in terms of a, of a location they'd like to go. But we're outside their current distribution system. They don't go west from here. They go to Salina and then they go east and that kind of thing. So it's logistically for them, it's a challenge. And so that presents a reason why they don't come here and, and uh, other big box stores are the same way and workforce is
1: also an issue we've talked about that many times before
0: huge issue uh you know when you have 1.3 percent unemployment uh and you take a everybody always talks about target we don't we don't fit the demographic for a target we just don't have enough regional population to draw from but they would need two three four hundred employees and that's just simply not available here right now right
1: are there other factors that I'm not thinking of that we need to talk about?
0: Well, I think I think the main thing that we need to people need to understand is we are we are consistently talking to people about coming here. We love to you know some specific areas that we'd like to focus on. When you talk about retail or uh, some sort of department store like a Coles or a Marshalls, uh, TJ Maxx for clothing, Pet Sense, uh, Restaurant Wise, you know we. We consistently working on Chick Fil A. You know they've been here the last uh, sixty days with their.
1: I've seen the lines. Yeah, and yeah, and, and, you and, would think that they would
0: put a store here. Well, and I think they'd kill it here. They really yeah. would. But they're very particular as to where they go. You know, they want a, a location that's close to the interstate, uh, Vine Street frontage. Uh, so they're they're not going. You know, you're, if you're not uh, half a block or a block north or south of I-70, they're not going to consider it. So. Those are considerations as well. And if, if you drive up and down Vine, it's not like we've got a lot of empty space. You know, you're going to have to knock down a hotel or do something like that in order to gain some space right on Vine Street.
1: And to your point earlier, <clears throat> the people who own those properties are asking a lot
0: for them. Well, they have a lot of value. The 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 raw land that is available, uh, you know, there's really no raw land south of I-70 to speak of. The mall parking lot could house uh, a, a restaurant of some sort, there's enough room there. And then when you go north of uh, the interstate, uh, land prices are high and, and accessibility can be an issue sometimes. So they're just, there are just some challenges to get it done.
1: Okay. Anything else you want to add, Doug?
0: Well, I, I think that uh, as I noted, we, we are consistently working on retail prospects. We'd love to see some sort of a grocery store operation on the east side of Hayes. Uh, I think there's a sufficient amount of population out there that it could support one. Figuring out who that is and where they would go, uh, that's a challenge. But uh, nonetheless, we we continue to work on it.
1: Well, and grocery stores move a lot of product, but their margins are pretty slim, as I understand.
0: It's a tough business. A lot of perishable items, and uh, they are th- narrow margins, and, and it, it's a difficult business, but a necessity. You know, people people have to shop and, and convenience plays a role in that.
1: And competition is good.
0: Competition is always good. We, <laughs> we like to see competition and, and uh, that helps keep prices in line and gives people a variety.
1: Is there anything else going on at Grow Hayes you want to talk about this morning, Doug?
0: Well, I'd mention uh, on uh, March the 5th, we're going to have our quarterly luncheon at Brief Space. The topic is going to be it's a 2023 housing report, so that should be a good... Uh, event to attend we ask that uh, anybody that would like to attend just rsvp so we know how much food to get it is a luncheon so we need to we need to know from that so you can just call or email our office and and get your name on the rsvp list and then on march the 13th we have a tentative grand opening at the micro factory uh are we've invited the lieutenant governor to come out he was out for the groundbreaking so it seems appropriate that he would be here for the for the uh, ribbon cutting for the facility we're we're just wrapping up the final touches on the facility so uh, we're planning to have that at the micro factory on march 13th i think at 10 a.m we'll give you we'll keep you posted on the details on that